welcome to Wine Crush Podcast. This is the trailer for season five. Who oh. knew we'd make it to season five? <laughs> I know. Well, so for those who are just joining us for the very first time, I'm Sammy, the show producer and the brand director. And I am Heidi. I am the hostess. I don't know. It's such a weird word. I got to come up with something different, but I am the hostess of the show. She's the rock star of the show and I'm behind the scenes, but we just wanted to share some updates for you and the entertainment that we have in store for season five, as well as some of the show basics, like how to listen to us, where to find us, when episodes drop and to name drop some of the upcoming guests. But first, dun dun dun. I want to introduce Heidi because she never gets interviewed. Mm, very rarely. <laughs> it's weird when it does. Yeah. So we're going to do a little bit of that, just an origin of who Heidi is, and then we'll get into all the other updates. So, Heidi. Yes. How are you? Pretty lovely. Yeah. Yeah. I can't. I have zero complaints today. I got a sparkling glass of wine in front of me. This I'm is busy. True. I'm, Yeah. No complaints. Not a single one. I wish I was not in pain from my Achilles, but that's okay. We ha we have Cho Wines in our glass. Yes, we do. We busted open the sparkling wine that uh, Dave and Lois left with us last season, and we've been hoarding, and this was a great reason to kind of break it open. and It's perfect. Yep. Really Celebrate was. the new season coming up. Yep. So, Heidi, just a you know, to those who don't know you, and maybe first-time listeners to Wine Crush Podcast, give us a little bit of background on where you're from and how you got into wine and how you started this podcast and why you even agreed to start to the, start this podcast. Man, that's such a loaded question, and we could go for hours. Um, okay, so let's start from the beginning. Uh, dairy farmer's child, fourth generation, uh, grew up on the coast in Tillamook, where all the magic when it comes to cheese happens. Um, we were fourth generation dairy there, so the land of cheese, trees, and ocean breeze is where my home is. And I've never heard of that. Really? No. Yeah, and cow do up to your knees, that's how you, or mud, depends on what sticky substance you're looking for. That but, little phrase you said, I've never heard that. Oh, yeah. It's on the welcome sign when you come into Tillamook. Say it again. The land of cheese trees and ocean breeze. I love it. Yeah, isn't it cute? Uh, so anyways, um, from there, I came out to the valley, went to Linfield College. That was kind of where my introduction to, you know, kind of really the Willamette Valley came from. I really had not spent much time out here as a kid. You know, you're a dairy farmer. You don't leave the dairy farm very often. Um I started working for Country Financial about 12 or 13 years ago, and about five years ago decided I was going to make that my specialty in the insurance business. And I did not drink wine at that point in time. I was a beer-only girl. Wine was a big no-no for me because I it honestly scared the crap out of me. I didn't understand it. I didn't know what to think about it. The tasting notes kind of freaked me out. And um, so I really dove straight straight, you know, head first into the wine industry, trying to understand it, get educated and really figure it out. And from there, I was approached by uh, Rebecca at Portland Radio Project. She was developing some podcasts on their show and had reached out to me just randomly picking things out of the sky blue. And um, I avoided her and ignored her for a while because I knew it was going to cost me money and I had no idea how to do a podcast. Mm -hmm. That was not my expertise. I had never done anything like that before. 
But the worst thing to tell me and say to me is, if you don't want to do it, I'll find somebody else. And I'm like, okay, fine, I'm in. Let's talk about this and (laughs) and figure out what this is going to be. And her initial thought was, oh, you want to talk about wine insurance? And that was an absolutely no. Nobody had ever listened to the show. I mean, seriously, nobody wants to talk about insurance. Um, But what I had fallen in love with after I'd gone back to school, back to Linfield, got educated on the wine industry through their immersion program, is that wine is really – not what I thought it was. It wasn't this snooty, faluti, elitist type of beverage. It was a, in Europe, it's an everyday drinker. I mean, it's mm-hmm. on the table at lunch and sometimes breakfast, depending on whose mm-hmm. house you're at. Um, but what I fell in love with was the people and their stories and how they got to the wine industry and why they were in the wine industry. And that's kind of where the podcast bloomed from. And um Honestly, I thought it was going to be a one and done because I had no idea what the hell I was doing. Mm -hmm. Um, But it really has kind of taken on a life of its own. I have you obviously now that is working with me and on my team with this. And I have just met some of the most incredible people that I've ever met in my entire life that I now call friends. Yeah. The wine industry here in Oregon is – that's all I've known in terms of wine country. I don't know – or, I don't know California wine country, um, and and where I'm from in Arizona, it's it's all tequila and hard alcohol and spirits, and beer. So, uh, the Oregon wine industry has always felt like a family to me as well. It's um it's an incredible group of people that really um what I really have appreciated them and respected about them is their competitors, yes, in a general scheme of things, but they're Mm -hmm. also friends and allies to each other. And so the whole, um, you know, adage or phrase or however you want to say it of the rising tide lifts all ships really describes the wine industry because they are all there to help each other with ideas. And if they need equipment or they need some, you know, um, advice on a vintage maybe gone bad. I mean, they're there to help each other and not squash each other. Mm -hmm. And I'm not super familiar with other wine industries or, um, areas either, but Mm -hmm. it just is really a great thing to witness and see. Yeah. And for those who are unfamiliar with Wine Coach Podcast or maybe have been listening and didn't know, we're actually based in McMinnville, which is the heart of the Oregon wine country. We're surrounded by vineyards and beautiful land. It's absolutely stunning and you should definitely check it out. And if it's nearby to where you can travel, you should definitely travel summer, fall, if you like the pouring rain, then maybe spring. <laughs> it's, you know, it's Oregon truly has four distinct seasons. And so depending on what your flavor is mm-hmm. and what you like, whether it's the hot, you know, hot summer or the cold, drizzly, you know, winter, there's a beauty in every piece of the year. It's just all in the eye of the beholder. Yeah. And and because of that, that's I think that's why Oregon is so is it's an up and coming wine country because there's so many little microclimates even within a mile from each other and uh, that whole vintage gets to experience all of those seasons so that translates to the wine Um, and so here at Wine Crush Podcast we are the format of our podcast is mostly interview style but Heidi does an amazing job at being conversational with it. It's kind of raw. Now that we took it in-house pr- um, production, we are able to make it a little bit more colorful in terms of, uh, you know, what we say. Um, there's no <laughs> rules. There's, there's, 
Very little rules. <laughs> yes. We try to keep things fairly clean, but you can get a little bit colorful with how, you know, you use your language or whatever. Whereas before when we were with Portland Radio Project, we were on the radio. So therefore we yeah. had definite rules. We had lots of restrictions, but we we interview the winemakers themselves from these brands and we do two shows a month and they get released roughly two to three weeks after recording and we kind of like to do a Wine Wednesday before the recording of the week to share some of the wine that we have and the guests that we have coming up so that you can follow them and also uh, keep an eye out for any of our behind-the-scenes shenanigans that we do the day of recording. But um, we do have some updates in terms of that format. And so that's kind of what I wanted to share with everyone and get everyone excited about. It's, uh, it is exciting. And we're always trying to kind of make things a little bit more interesting, a little bit bigger and bolder. Um, this season is going to be a little bit of a twist and a different format than we've done in the past. Yeah. And it's actually kind of hitting something that I've been wanting to do for the last mm -hmm. couple of years. And it's all about time and money. And there's only so much time and money mm -hmm. that you can put into things just because we're all busy people. But so yeah. this is going to be kind of combining what I've been wanting to do with what we have been doing and kind of elevating the show to a different. What um, have you been wanting to do? I've been wanting to do. Without telling people the <sighs> first update that I have. Oh, well, I can't. It, I don't know how to explain <laughs> it without giving it all away. So just diving into a different side of the wine industry that's uh, been around for a while okay. and has, has deep stories to tell. Sure. Yeah, and that's what we're all about here is the storytelling behind the brand. So traditionally, the format, we've done two shows a month. They've all been private here at the studio. And, you know, post-recording, people just see photos and video. But we're switching up the entertainment this season, and we wanted to kick it up a notch. Um, it's something we've never done. So if you are local Oregon and you have time for a matinee experience, this might be something you might be interested in. So what we are adding on to, we're still going to do two shows a month, but one of the shows is going to be a live show, like 10 person audience, still the conversational interview piece up at the front. Still the food and, and the wine passing around. Um, but how amazing is that? I just think it's – that is something that I've been wanting to do. Well, it's not even – can I, can I say yes, what we're doing now? Okay. Yeah. Um, so it's not only the fact that we're doing a live audience, which, by the way, might terrify me, but it'll be fine. Um, <laughs> I can talk to the wall and have a good time. So um, what I've been wanting to do that she wouldn't let me say 30 seconds ago is the fact that I have been wanting to do a Legends series. Yes. And so – and we're not just talking Legends like pioneers of the industry, which there will be that – but the movers, the shakers, the innovators, the ones that are really doing things that are really cool at an elevated level. And for me, I can really, um, really talk to for an hour easily. Um, we kind of accidentally did that last year with one episode where it was just <laughs> a it was just a one guest um, 45 minute show. And it was great. So we're yeah. going to do that a little bit more, but we're going to bring some of the pioneers of the, um, the wine industry in as well. I'm so excited. It's basically if if you're on if you're you as the audience are trying to understand like what this might look like. If you've ever gone on, you know, 
it's like a talk show host, basically. A talk show um, with a live audience. And, you know, the audience is quiet. They can speak up when we allow them to. And there's going to be a little Q&A at the end. And we'll have breaks in between, kind of like little intermissions to re-pour wine, stretch your legs, mingle, talk to the winemakers. And from a production perspective, which is something that I've done for decades, it's going to be a really cool experience to add to my repertoire because I've never done this before either. And that too scares the shit out of me. But <laughs> I also am, I feel like I'm well-equipped uh, with the, with a proper team in place and we have all the, the tools to make this um, a success. So I'm looking forward to it. And we can pull off anything. I mean, it may not be pretty and it may not be polished, but we can pull it off and, and it'll be, it'll be fantastic. I think it'll be yeah. a great experience for everybody. Yeah. Um, and, and we are going to document some of it, but I'll tell you a little bit more about that in the next couple of updates because that falls in line with that. But um, let's just say you are local, whether that's, you know, anywhere in the Willamette Valley or Portland or Salem or Eugene and want to come up. Or Southwest Washington. Oh, or you're sure. just willing to drive. Sure. Anyone who is willing to drive to the Oregon wine country on November 18th which is happening in a couple of weeks by the time this airs, and um, are ready for a matinee experience, you know, safely. We're not – we're trying to keep it small. You know, there is a pandemic still happening, so we're trying to take those measures, of course. But it's going to happen at 2 o'clock, and um, the first one is going to be on the house, free admission, and um, the rest of them will fall in line with the member exclusive opportunities that we're launching with the, with the new season. Um, which leads me into the next update I have. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> that is we are opening up uh, donations for this next season and beyond. Um, we... We'll have most of the entertainment still free. You can still listen to it on all the platforms like Spotify and Audible and Apple and uh, all the other ones that you can get podcasts on. But we are opening up a membership, which, you know, it just gives you a little bit of extra perks and it contributes to our high production costs. Amen to that. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're, they're a little high. And, you know, there's a way to do this stuff for free for the most part. But with where we're at and how we are structuring this and with what we're doing, it is not free. Mm -hmm. um, Sammy's time obviously has a lot to do with it and the fact that she spends a ton of time with editing and social media and all the other things behind the scenes that nobody sees that makes everything beautiful and sound lovely. <laughs> yes. Um, and so just think of it as a way, you know, it's it's donations, but you get perks in, in return and you're contributing to a, to a cause that is helping us keep the story of Oregon wine alive and it, it helps us continue to create content around that for you guys. So that is going to launch with the new season, and it'll be all over the website and all the socials, so you won't be able to miss it. Um, there will also just be a normal donation option. You can do it anonymously. You can do it one time, any denomination, or you can keep it reoccurring. Whatever works for you, we are grateful for. Yeah. Heidi, who do we have, uh, who do we have upcoming? Just, just to name drop a few. 
Uh, we got Left Coast Cellars coming up, which is exciting. Oh, they're um, for our legends yeah, and show experience. It is. That is our first legend. Um, we have Wynn Peterson Nedry and Andy Lytle, who are hilarious together and um, apart and amazing winemakers as well. Sam Para and David Pott with Sunbreak Wine and also Para Wine Company. And we got Todd with Long Play Wine and Sue and Nick with Bluebird Hill. And I'm excited for everybody. They're, mm-hmm. you know, they're some of them are small, some of them are big, some of them are new, some of them have been around a while, and it's a really a lovely mix of lots of different people from all over the valley. I'm so excited. There's so many wineries here in Oregon. There's like almost a thousand wineries spread out it's and growing. Pl- it is growing every single year. Um, and we'll have plenty more guests that we'll announce as well on social media. And we always try to keep everyone updated. Um, but definitely subscribe so that you can get notifications. And um, and always, you know, you can always tune into the behind-the-scenes experience when when it's recording day. We always, like, try to go live and we try to send stories on Instagram. That's pretty much where we live is Instagram. Yeah, for the most part. For the most part. For the I most mean, part. That's where it's easy. It's easy to send quick updates. You know, YouTube is a little bit more extensive and Facebook just is not right away, blah, blah, blah. But um, cool. Well, I am so excited for that. Perfect. So that leads us to our next update, and that is our food partners. Ooh, you have to have food with wine, and we have always incorporated – Well, since we took over the production, we started to incorporate food on our recording days, which have mostly been private, as I mentioned before. But now with the new concept, with the new format, anyone who attends the matinee experience, the live show, um, will be able to eat with us, sip with us. And Dustin from Biscuit and Pickles Catering is, um, is one of our food partners. And he's been with us all year, basically, for season four. And he'll be with us for season five. And he's based out of the Yamhill County. He does weddings and um, winery experiences. And then he also does so much more. Um, Definitely check them out, biscuitandpickles.com. And um, definitely look out for our photos. We always share the food that he brings and they're so delicious and we have one more partner that we're bringing in that partner is fellowship of the grill and they're one of my friends actually based in portland oregon and they are actually they started out as a community on facebook during the pandemic, Michael Hales, who's one of my friends, he started a Facebook group as a way to lighten the mood of what was happening. You know, we were locked down. Um, restaurants were closed. We were told not to go out. Like, it was crazy, right? Everyone was just, like, kind of freaking out. We've never experienced this before in our lifetime. And um, so he started a Facebook group for grilling enthusiasts and chefs and It's grown to so much more. There's also companies in there that offer uh, grilling tools, barbecues, and cutting boards, and knives, and anything else, thermometers that you can think of. And um, so we're bringing him in to season five. So he'll be grilling for us for one of our shows, 
And of course, we're going to continue that format of documenting it, some behind the scenes stuff, get some pictures and video for you so you can see yourself. But definitely check them out as well, fellowshipofthegrill.com. And you can also be led to all the social medias from there. Well, folks, that's pretty much it. I don't have any other major updates for you um, other than we are launching a new YouTube, but it's still in its baby phases. There's barely a few subscribers and we're trying to do more video content this coming season. So if you want to add that to all of your socials that you're following us on, that would be amazing. Um, and again, where to find us, you can go to winecrushpodcast.com and it'll lead you to all of the other platforms of your choice that you can subscribe to us on, or you can just open up the app of your favorite listening platform, such as Spotify or Audible or uh, Amazon or iTunes, etc., and search for Wine Crush Podcast. Follow it and make sure that those notifications are on and you'll instantly be notified of when new podcast episodes are released. Um, and for anyone who does become a subscriber on our membership platform, um, there will be other opportunities for member-only content that won't be pushed through to those platforms like Spotify and Apple just because we'll keep it private. Um, and so that is one of the perks. <laughs> Thanks for listening to us ramble about uh, some updates. And uh, we hope that you subscribe because we have a new season. We have a bunch of new guests, new updates, and it's just going to be really fun. And Heidi, it was I'm glad you got a chance to... Tell people a little bit more about you because I don't think any of our episodes have really gone in depth about that. I don't think we've ever really asked me questions. And maybe that's something that we set up one of these days as a just a Q&A about my unboring life, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. I got a lot of things going on and I may not be interesting to all, but maybe to some. Well. To me, you're interesting. Oh, well, that's a great answer. Yeah. So thank you, everyone, for tuning in. And please make sure to subscribe on all of your favorite podcasting platforms as well as social media. And again, I'm Sammy. And I'm Heidi. And this is Wine Crush Podcast. Cheers. Cheers.